There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DK Network live from Bar Canada at the day. Downtown Las Vegas, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. What's happening, man? Not much. Due for a haircut. Haircut day? Your haircut? Haircut day. Haircut day? I mean, look at me, for God's sakes. <laughs> Very T- Tuesday's Gil's haircut day. He's due. <laughs> you know, they say like an athlete's due. I'm due. I'm due. Uh, we got football to talk from yesterday. The final two games in what was super wild card weekend. Though if betting didn't exist, it was hardly super. The entire set of games. Okay, that that's fair to say. Thank but, God between, for betting. Between the NBA being on all day and the NFL, it was the greatest Monday ever. Oh, dude. Give me that 2-2-2 format every, yeah. every year. Every year. Every, every year. year. I had no idea the Emmys were on yesterday either. So I, told, I, I had no I had idea. No idea that's breaking brother, news to me right now. My brother texted him. I'm like, I had no, I had no clue. Uh, we'll talk about these two games momentarily. Drew Dinsick will join us. Drew Dinsick had himself a heck of a week, a uh, heck of a weekend in the NFL. I did not. I had a great regular season. Hopefully, if the Niners and Ravens do their things, I'm going to have a great finish. Um, some futures cash this year as well. But I did not have a good wild card weekend. We'll talk about all the futures that I have pending and yours as well coming up on the show. We'll talk, take, talk a little college basketball with Kai McKeon from Three Man Weave as well. I usually do my uh, formula after the Super Bowl. We'll take a first glance into it. Not the full formula of who can win a college basketball title, but we'll get Kai's opinions on the uh, group of teams that qualify or on the cusp of qualifying. First of all, the games yesterday. Uh, let's begin in chronological order, and we'll talk about the division round lines, which I was either either dead on yesterday or a half point off on, as it turns out, for all four division games coming up this weekend, which I always view Kelly as like the last real weekend of football. After next weekend, it feels like Don't the, say it, Kel. a little bit of depression <laughs> sets in where you're like, Wait a minute, there's only three more games in the season? Um, except for you Pro Bowl fans, there's four. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes. Fire up the dodgeball odds, baby. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I can't really be blamed for this one. This is, the, this is the bet that a lot of us who bet Pittsburgh were stuck with. We thought this was going to be an inclement weather. Um, so just a bad break. Steelers end up losing by 14. Back door was open. 
Yeah. Mason Rudolph had no idea how to get. I was rooting for you there. Oh God. Because I hit my team total over, but it was even even for those of us that you know, I I guess I wasn't on the Bills side, but I was on the Bills side, right? Like, it, like sitting there watching that game yesterday. The for within the first fifteen minutes. You're like, this game is completely different and completely and so much more benefits oh, the yeah. Buffalo Bills than it would have 24 oh, hours brutal. before. It. Brutal. Bills win at 31-17. They get the cover. Total soars over. Uh, started The game started. Pittsburgh punted. Buffalo then quickly. 10 plays, 80 yards. Allen to Knox from nine out. 7 to nothing, 7.02 left in the first quarter. They trade a couple three and outs. Then Pittsburgh, first play of their ensuing drive, first and 10 at their own 18. Rudolph to Pickens. Hit by Aaron Johnson, he fumbles the Bills. It's ruled an incomplete pass on the field, but you knew in commercial that was totally a fumble, and it was. They overturned it, recovered by Terrell Bernard. Buffalo took one play after that, set up at the uh, Steelers' 29. Allen to Kincaid, 14 to nothing. Bills, 4-10 left first quarter. What you're talking about, Kelly, immediately setting in there. You're like, oh. So this is how this is going to go. Yeah. This would have been different. Uh, by the way, Pittsburgh with a three and out, another three and out right after that. That was the uh, sequence you may remember where on the third down play, Tony Romo gleefully shouted, I think it's intercepted, Jim. There's, uh, and then Jim Nance goes, they're saying it hit the ground. He goes, it did, but it looked like it was intercepted, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Tony. <laughs> Buffalo three it out. Uh, then Pittsburgh first play first and ten at their own nine. Remember they're down fourteen to nothing here. Rudolph goes to Fryermuth for thirty three. This was just Kelly and I were texted after this. <laughs> what the what the hell were we watching? I was here? so glad when you texted me. I was sitting on the couch so confused. I'm like, how is. So he goes to Fryermuth for 33. Fryermuth clearly fumbles the football. It's called out of bounds, and it looks like Bale Inspector of the Bills recovers it inbounds. And they go, and then, you know, it's challenged, as, as the Bills should. Yep. And they come back and they say the call stands. Now, the whole time Jim Nance is saying, I think it right there, it grazed off his helmet. I'm looking. I'm like, I don't see that, Jim. So I'm not going to say he was wrong. He might have been right. But you couldn't see that. You couldn't tell. So therefore, they must have decided. I mean, we didn't see any more clarification on this, or at least I have. They must have decided like Balin Specter was out of bounds, but he wasn't. That that he didn't recover it in in time enough, Gil, before he rolled out of bounds. Zero. There was zero sense to this. I was like, how is that not a fumble? And by the way, if that's actually a fumble and is ruled as such, good God, uh, what what does this become? You know, even worse than it already was. As it turns out. Pittsburgh matriculated after that, and then Rudolph threw the pick at the goal line. Remember, he threw it to Kair Elam. Kair uh, Elam crazy, with the pick in the end zone. That was a crazy drive because you had Kair getting burned right with the uh, 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 he had what the penalty. He had a couple of the bad plays on the drive, and then that interception just kind of falls in his lap in the end zone. That was brutal. If you had Pittsburgh right there, and then Buffalo goes eight plays, eighty yards. Allen for fifty-two. That was his fifty-two yard scamper down the middle of the field. Twenty-one to nothing. Bills. A little more than halfway through the second quarter uh pittsburgh had a three and out and then remember buffalo tried to add a 49 yard field goal from tyler bass that's where the game sort of turned it was blocked by montrevious adams nick herbig recovered it way downfield i mean that thing was blocked to the heavens yeah um sam martin the bills punter uh, hurt his hamstring on the uh on the pursuit there anyway pittsburgh did turn that into a touchdown five plays 33 yards rudolph to deontay from 12 it was 21 to 7 
And then Pittsburgh and Tomlin, they stupidly sort of let the clock roll down with Martin perhaps hurt. They didn't know if he was hurt or not. And so it goes to halftime. They should have used their timeouts there and tried to do something with it. Um, third quarter starts. Again, Buffalo's up 21 to 7 now. And uh, Buffalo three and out. Martin did punt. He was fine. Boswell he kicks a field goal, 21 to 10. Then Buffalo had fourth and inches at their own 45. Allen did convert it. That led to a Bass 45-yard field goal, so they traded field goals. 24 to 10, Buffalo. 132 left third quarter. Pittsburgh, 12 plays, 75 yards, six minutes. Rudolph to Calvin Austin for a touchdown. They cut it to seven with 10.32 left in the fourth, uh, fourth quarter, 24 to 17. But then this happened. For those of us who had Pittsburgh, it's just like, and, and obviously Pittsburgh Steelers fans, Buffalo, two plays, the second play, non, a non-PI on an uncatchable ball that got called a defensive hold on Miles Jack, which was like the, the officials bailing themselves out of having to not call uncatchable. Yeah. Because they threw the flag for PI. They're like, well, the ball did land in row three. Uh, why don't we just call it a hold or something? Uh, two plays after that, no, no, pardon me. Then a late unnecessary roughness on Jack where he got flagged just as Allen slid, mm-hmm. which both Nance and Romo and um, a man, the referee consultant whose name has escaped me right now, are like, oh, yeah, you got to call that. Absolutely. I'm like, what are you talking about? You have to call that. He's already committed. There's nothing you can do there. How are you flagged for, for flagged for playing professional football? I mean, that's that that's that bang, uh, the bang bang quarterback slide one that like we we you see it called a lot. It's just it always goes back but to what's the guy supposed to do? That gray area should not ever be called. Anyway, two plays later, Allen to Khalil Shakir for seventeen. Um, after breaking a would be Fitzpatrick tackle, by the way, thirty-one seventeen, and then Pittsburgh uh, would uh, at fourth and three at their own thirty-two. This is where, you know, it gets dicey. Rudolph intended for Pickens. Romo, by the way, before this play on fourth and three at their own 32 with Pittsburgh down 14, Romo says, <laughs> I think this fourth down might be the game. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Uh, incomplete. No P.I. on Johnson called. Sterator thinks it's correct that it's no P.I. He's wrapped around him. Anyway, Bass, for those of, uh, for those of uh, folks who might have had Pittsburgh plus 14 and a half in game, which I know a lot of people who did. Bass, 37-yard field goal, way wide. Yeah. And it remains 34-17 at that point. Uh, excuse me, 31-17, pardon me. Back door open, 157 left in the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh gets it to the 25 when the clock expires. Like, Rudolph never took shots, except for that one. Three plays beforehand, Romo goes, I think the Steelers are still alive here, Jim. <laughs> right after he had said, this one's for the game. Yeah, he goes, hey, you got to move quicker because then you gotta got to leave time for the onside kick. He's, he's, I, he's gone from spectacular to not really yes, that good. Yes, I hate to hate on these guys, but like Jim yeah. Nance is talking earlier in the broadcast too about how they've basically been locked in the hotel for three days. It's like, Tony, do some prep, man. I think it's intercepted, Jim. They're saying it hit the ground. It did, but it looked like it was intercepted, Jim. Um, so Buffalo advances to host the divisional game on Sunday afternoon, which is really the marquee matchup of the four. 
the Chiefs on the road. This is the uh, someone said on Twitter yesterday. This is going to be the Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season of the week. Oh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. I don't know if you know this. Patrick Mahomes is having his first road playoff game. I don't know who, whoever told you that. Absolutely dead on. Great call. <laughs> we call. are going to hear that on every single broadcast, every show on this network, on every yeah. other network that you could possibly think of. I guess the I guess Bills minus two and a half, and it is minus two and a half on the Bills here. And remember, these two teams played once this year already. Uh, that was the Kadarius Tony lined off sides game where Buffalo went into Kansas City. It was the beginning of Buffalo's flourish at the end of the season where they beat the Chiefs 20 to 17. Uh, it was the Latavius Murray uh, play that was ruled a catch. And a fumble rumor was incomplete, really, but they ruled it catch a fumble. Didn't lead at anything for Buffalo, but it was really known for the the uh, Travis Kelsey pitch back yep. to Rasheed Rice touchdown. But Kadarius Tony was offsides uh, on that play, so the Bills won it. Um, I think that's the appropriate line, and I cannot wait for this football game. Yeah, this I can't wait either. I did take a small piece of Bills two and a half when it looked like this was rising near three last night. This has come back and settled, though. Uh, we're pretty much two and a half, juice two and a halfs everywhere. I think the one thing, I, I mean, the one thing I'm really worried about takeaway from that game is yeah, this was another game with a ton of Buffalo injuries on the in the defense. So banged up. We had three linebackers, multiple secondary guys go down in that game. Yeah. We're saying that about the Rams. If the Rams had advanced, how banged up they yeah. would have been. You can say that for a bunch of teams. By the way, the other one, Baltimore now hosting Houston. I'd guess 10, it's nine and a half. They played week one where Baltimore beat them. Don't know how much you can read into that. We'll come back NFC side on the other side next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
a numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSIN daily newsletter. In today's newsletter, highlighted. Yeah, all kinds get, of things. That's right. We got Adam Burke, Zach Cohen breaking down divisional round for you. All kinds of good stuff in there. That's right. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight to your inbox. Absolutely free. Visit VEASAN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. So, you know, bottom line again, bookending the division round next week are the AFC games. It's Houston at Baltimore in the uh, the early Saturday window. Houston's birthright. Uh, Buddhist man with the great joke again. If, if if Houston advances to the Super Bowl, they will be moving the Super Bowl to the early window on Saturday morning. Um, oh, man. But Baltimore is a nine and a half point favorite. And then the uh, the marquee matchup of the weekend, the three two in the AFC closes the weekend in Buffalo Chiefs. Two and a half point dogs on the road. I don't know if you know this. The Patrick Mahomes first uh, road playoff game at Buffalo. Do you have a play on the side on either that you like. I, I, I did bet the Bill Small. Bill Small. Yeah, I bet the okay. Bill Small last night. Um, those injuries do concern me. I think this would be a bigger bet for me if, uh, I mean, what, what did we have? What did they have? Three linebackers go out again last night. Um, a couple secondary players. I mean, look, it sounds like Rasul Douglas could be back, but then you could be down corners two and three for this game. So I'm definitely concerned once again. <laughs> This season about the Buffalo Bills defense, which had gotten better through some of those after some of those initial injuries. I also don't know how resounding of a win that was yesterday. I mean, it was. Yeah. Yes, there was the Friar Muth boondoggle, but it was the Rudolph pick subsequent to that on the goal line. It was that initial fumble from Pickens that set up another Buffalo touchdown. Yep. So, I mean, that's a that's potentially a 14 point swing right there. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised with either team advancing this. I really wouldn't. I mean, I know that's not uh, committal on this, but I think that line is exactly where it should be. I think it's going to be a great game, no. and I won't be shocked at all when Patrick Mahomes is an underdog, takes all my money. Yes. Yeah, of course not. The other game yesterday, Philly at Tampa Bay to close out Super Wildcard Weekend. Tampa Bay destroys Philly, and I could not have been more wrong with my flimsiest of handicaps, which is the Eagles have to be able to beat this team, right? It was a flyer bet. No, they don't. Uh, the Eagles crash and burn. And this game, it's not even worth going through it play by play. It's It was just a a bevy of bad angles and missed tackles on defense for Philly. And by the way, Tampa Bay dropped a lot of passes mm-hmm. in this game. But Philly had only run the ball five times for 17 yards in the first half. That was my, I remember at halftime, I was like, well, the one thing that you're supposed to be able to count on with this team is your offensive line. They weren't even running it at all. Um, Tampa Bay had at halftime 113 yards after the catch, 113 yards of yak, 63 yards after contact. As they uh, as they took a uh, a sixteen to nine lead into the half, that was it. When they were only up by they were only up by a touchdown. Yeah, Eagles with got all that. of that. They got that late touchdown right. Went for two, didn't get it, and they, then you're like, okay, they might be in this. Well, bit. if that was not the most ominous sign that your Tuchus push didn't work, yeah, like once that's that, that's your thing and it didn't work, and so um, I mean. Absolutely. Tampa Bay just ran them off the field then in the second half. We're just there's there's, you know, good on Tampa. We're going to do our power, our ridiculous division round power rankings. Yeah. This just in Tampa's going to be eight for me. 
Um, I just, but they played, I mean, it's more interesting, obviously sports talk radio and all sports media is going to be around the Eagles today. And I think it is a fascinating topic because first of all, we can answer the question because I got to ask this, who would you, my, my brother texted me, he goes, who, what, who, what's worse, the Eagles demise or the Cowboys crashing out? And I said the Cowboys because they're filled with talent on both sides of the ball. They have such expectations every year. Jerry's out there front and center. Yeah. And it's just an amazing explosion to, to witness, especially the way they did the Packers, to witness it every year. And it's just it's just fascinating to watch in that respect. It's every year, man. It's every it's year. Just, it's blindsided every year. But the Eagles won is fascinating for me. Here's the thing. I read this long piece where famously the Eagles were 10 and one and they end up losing five out of their six regular five out of the last six regular season games. And then they crash and burn at Tampa Bay yesterday. If I can use that phrase again, mm -hmm. because there's no really, that's the best. Like it's just mind boggling to think that this team that many people thought lost the Super Bowl on a bad call, right? Last year. And then we're 10 and one this year. And, and, this kind of a demise is so spectacular that last week I was comparing it to the the only thing that we could really comp it with was the 1986 New York Jets. For those who, of us who are over a certain age, some 37 years ago, the Jets in a 16 game season started out the year 10 and one. Paul McGuire, who was an NBC analyst at that time, famously predicted they would lose every game the rest of the year. They did. He then predicted they would win in the wild card game, which they did before they lost in the divisional round. Uh, a Jets team that it went, ended up with Pat Ryan at quarterback. I thought this Eagles team would have that one blip up to and win the wild card game. It did not happen. That's the only like historical comp, but I would argue this is far worse because they again were so close to winning the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. There's no shame in not winning that. And even for those of us who acknowledge, I guess this is my real point with this. I'm still not completely understanding what's gone on here. I've read articles. Tim McManus, who's the Eagles beat reporter at ESPN, wrote this great piece yesterday I read. Um, and he really focuses on the toxicity, my word, not his, but really the dysfunction between Sirianni, Ben Johnson, and Jalen Hurts as a head coach, OC, quarterback dynamic, and how they're just not on the same page. Uh, unlike how they were with Shane Steichen. And maybe that's part of this is losing your coordinators is a big deal. Yeah. Um, Shane Steichen perhaps being the bigger of the two in this case. The defense, by the way, you watched the defense yesterday. You know, that touchdown where, you know, there was, there was many of these, but the Trey Palmer touchdown that put the Bucks up 25 to 9 yesterday where Bradbury missed the tackle and then Bayer just whiffed. And Troy Aikman was like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, they're running into each other. It's pathetic. They got old really quickly on defense. So I read this whole article by Tim McManus, and you do, you read it, you read it, and you're still like, okay. Even I, when they were 10 and 1, right? Like, I felt like they should have lost minimum three of those games, if not yeah. four, right? Yeah, yeah. Buffalo, they should have lost. They should have lost the first Dallas game, and they should have lost at, at least one of the two to Washington. Yeah, and you were never overly high on them all year. But he, but okay, yeah. but even if they were seven and four and not ten and one, we would have said, "Hey, they're seven and four. They've had some tough losses. They're still a really good seven and four. How do you go from that team to this team in such a short period of time? And even the articles describing the dysfunction, or you know, the defense getting old, or whatever, 
There's no equivalent for this. There's, you can't, even if it's the confluence of all the events, there's a deep rot happening here that is not getting communicated. And I don't know if Sirianni survives it or not. Your guess is as good as mine. Jeffrey Lurie tends to be uh, pretty quick with these kinds of decisions. So we'll see if, if that's the case. But it's shocking. The NFC East as a whole, just what a performance by both the Cowboys and the Eagles. It's shocking. I I mean, I think that there's, I I think you hit on at the end. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're probably going to look back at this as as just a combination of a ton of things. I mean, you know, for this game last night, you don't have A.J. Brown. I think that's absolutely massive. I think we're going to end up learning that, uh, that that Jalen Hurts has been playing through way more injuries you know, than we even know about him carrying the ball what once last night, I think is a pretty good sign of that, too. I mean, at a certain point, I, I think you just start running. You start running quarter, design quarterback runs in that game when you have no pass game going, but it's it, you, clearly they don't want to do that with him. I think there's that. I'm actually more fascinated in the defensive changes that they made. When Sean Desai got promoted, right? But Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia. Uh, but Matt Patricia gets promoted. Sean Desai uh, demoted, and there's been all these rumors, right? Is that coming? Is that coming from Sirianni? Is that coming from the front office? And you're, I mean, you're, the, your team's a complete disaster if the front office is making coaching decisions like that in the middle of a year that the head coach is not on board with, and. I, you know, there's all there's been all those conversations, everything that you brought up on the offensive side of yeah, the by ball. The, by the way, I said Ben Johnson, I meant Brian Johnson um, for the Eagles. But all right, in the end, so the, the AFC games bookend the division games next week. San Francisco's got the late game on Saturday. They are, in fact, 10 point favorites, as we guessed, uh, hosting the Packers. And then the Lions, I said six and a half hosting the Bucks. It's six um, with the Lions hosting the Bucks. And I think that's about right. And I think the Lions get the best of it here, getting to play this team. And I think Dan Campbell and, and crew are going to advance. I don't know. I, I'm. I was really hoping it was going to be the Eagles, and then I would have laid laid the two and a half or the three, whatever it ended up being against the Eagles, real quick on the Lions. I don't like this just as uh, quite as much, but I think I may end up laying the points with Detroit. Yeah, this was pretty quick. As soon as, as soon as that game was ending, was looking to check lines. I bet a I bet a five and a half juiced. Uh, on the Lions side, uh, there was one out there, so was able to grab that uh, early. Do, I do like that. I, I think the Bucks have their own problems. They just went up against a a uh, very very dysfunctional Philadelphia team last night. A bizarrely so, you know, bizarrely so dysfunctional team. Um, more to talk about on this on the other side with Drew Densick, who had himself a great Super Wild Card weekend. His thoughts on the rot of the Eagles and his picks for the divisional round. He's also our mega podcast this week as well. That's on the other side. It's a numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. How about that? Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlu, live from Bar Canada here at the D. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Dom Perion. I'm not mispronouncing it. That's how he spells it. Travel back in time to November 1st, 2023. You ask a sportsbook director, a director to post a prop that there will be three coaches fired in the NFC East at the end of the year. What odds do they post? Yikes. That's, if you believe that Sirianni and uh, McCarthy will join Rivera, I mean, my God. 
Uh, just give me three. a give me a yes no price at the beginning of the year on Nick Sirianni being fired. Oh my God. We'll see. We'll see. By the way, Jason Kelsey announcing his retirement, his intention to retire here at the end uh, this morning after that game last night. John Fitzgibbon. So either former Rams quarterback Jared Goff or former Rams quarterback Baker Mayfield will be in the NFC championship game. He did play for the Rams. He did have a cup of coffee with him. Uh, let's see. Trevor Warwick. What about the Allen fake slide? He should have been marked down as soon as he started to pull up. Well, we talked about that fake slide. Now it puts the defense in a pickle. And then, uh, Oh, Kevin Ryan. Gil, how many times do we have to hear Romo say, you're exactly right, Jim, during a broadcast? Uh, 3JackH3131. Three three one. Hey, watched Kennan push Ega in the first set last night. Any plays today for down under? I'll have him at Beeson.com slash picks. Um, yes, I think I was appropriately nervous for the Ega versus Sophia Kennan match last night. And uh, Sophia Kennan, the 2020 Australian Open champion, did give Ega... Um, you know, a little wake-up call, like, hey, you're about to go through a gauntlet. Let's wake you up from the very first set. But he got through it last night in her first-round match. Drew Densick will have thoughts on both football and tennis. We turn to him now. He is the host of not just the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with his buddy Andy Molitor, but also NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast. He joins us now at whale underscore capper. Good morning to you, Drew. How you doing, man? Doing tremendously well. Uh, it's a big week, Gil. Uh, got uh, people. Yeah, people are uh, uh, people. People are are buzzing. Uh, there may be a uh, a megapod appearance. There. Week. I don't, don't mean to. <laughs> the world. I don't mean to spoil the surprise, but uh, the a lot of people have been asking: Is there going to be? Is there going to be a divisional week appearance on the megapod? And uh, I, I believe yes. The the I had my ear to the streets, Drew, and I heard the same thing. What other? <laughs> You better I actually put it's my ear down deafening. on the pavement. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's oh. deafening. The closer you get to the street. Yeah. It's palpable. <laughs> what, what other cliches can we use? <laughs> um, yes, that is tomorrow, by the way, divisional round. And Drew coming off what I think, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, was a spectacular super wild card week for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, big, big winning week for me. Um I was, uh, if the Rams had gotten one more first down and kind of kicked a, a game winning field goal and kept that total under 51. Uh, <laughs> and then if the uh, Steelers had backdoored, uh, the, the plus 10, uh, we're, 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 we're like shopping for yachts this morning, but, uh, not to be, uh, not to be, uh, but that said, uh, you know, I, I, I was pretty excited about the results, uh, overall. And, uh, honestly, like the quality of football was pretty outstanding. Um, just, you know, the, the entertainment level, the, 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 uh, the excitement level of NFL football throughout the regular season was pretty, uh, you know, it was, it wasn't one of the most memorable seasons. I'll just kind of put it politely that way, I guess. Um, but, uh, I thought overall the, uh, playoff games were incredible and, you know, the outcome of having CJ Stroud and Jordan love kind of step into the ring as like, no, we're, we're for real. Like we can, we can perform at the highest level in the crucible of playoff pressure. Like that's just a, a pretty outstanding outcome for the sport broadly. Um, and I think, uh, these matchups that we have for the divisional round are, are awesome. Uh, I know we have two massive favorites with, you know, home teams and the one seeds coming off of a bye week but, um, I think those games are going to be super competitive and then Bucks, Lions, Chiefs, Bills, like that's going to be a really fun Sunday. Um, you know, this was about the, the most entertaining final four. I think we could have constructed, um, in terms of just like, you know, 
just entertainment factor. Uh, you know, Dallas, I guess, would have been in the mix instead of Tampa. But, but uh, that said, they, I'm glad we get to send uh, Green Bay to San Francisco. So, um, yeah, it, it was a uh, uh, it was a great wild card weekend and uh, very fired up for. Uh, for the divisional round, I guess, you know what else? Uh, obviously the Australian opens going on round one is finally in the books after finally. a three day marathon. Yes. yes. Um, I'm at the loopy stage, uh, you know, of, of trying to watch and handicap three sports at once. Uh, next week I'll be in the, uh, kind of dragging my head out of a ditch stage, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, uh, this is a lot of fun this time of year. It is. It is. You're exactly right. It is the loopy stage where we're just watching <laughs> tennis way too late into the night than, than one should. We'll get to the tennis here momentarily. Let me let me just let's go back to football. So you had all the dogs except for Miami this week. Um, Pittsburgh, you would not have bet on had there not been weather. Had you known that it would be rescheduled, would you have bet the Steelers? Uh, I took a little stake down actually once it didn't move as much as I thought it would have once they moved the game. Um, I obviously like the, I, both the total and the line, not really recal- recalibrating for what was going to be very different weather conditions was kind of, uh, kind of surprising to me. I know the total ultimately got bet up, but at first there was like, uh, you know, there were, it was a long window where you could get some, um, some decent bets down on over at, uh, prices that were like clearly going to go one way. Um, and then, yeah, the, the side never moved, um, 10, well, yeah, one of the reasons to bet 10 with the Steelers was because you had this phenomenally low total and it was going to yeah. be chaos, chaos conditions. Uh, and ultimately it was beautiful weather and, you know, Steelers still almost got there. Like they took points off the board with the end zone pick. They gave the, uh, the bills a cheap touchdown with, the uh, uh, the George Pickens fumble. Um, they played poorly in a lot of phases of the game and they were still kind of right there, which, uh, you know, maybe had something to do with the injuries the bills sustained in the game, or maybe the bills just aren't quite as good as the market thinks. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly the fact that this was opened around a three and, and, uh, you know, people were pretty anxious to get involved with Kansas city and we're staring at a two and a half there now, uh, is interesting. Cause I, I, I really thought that with the bills kind of, um, you know, they're finished to the season, the enthusiasm around that team, the number of people that believe that they can make a run to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, holding futures, believing in Josh Allen being elite. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of, uh, I thought, sentiment that may have uh, in, in, induced people to play Buffalo in this game. On top of the fact that, you know, a, couple, you know, a month ago, Kansas City was minus one and a half at home against the Bills and Kansas City probably should have won that game. Um, so it's it's surprising to me that we saw this market uh, come in pretty hot and heavy on uh, Kansas City, and I guess that has something to do with uh, expectation of the Buffalo Bills being without a couple of key defenders. Um, but uh, still, um, you know, still a little bit of a shock that uh, the home the home Buffalo Bills um, aren't getting any support. And I guess I should add to the handicap: uh, the rest disadvantage might be meaningful. Uh, Chiefs with the two days extra to prepare for this game, yes. while Bills coming off of uh, you know they're going to have a short week to, that uh, uh, you know just one day less recovery. But when you get those kind of injuries, that might ultimately be a a pretty important factor. What did you bet already then for the divisional round? Uh, Right now, all I've got is Houston and Green Bay plus the points. Um, I am kind of waiting for additional information on injury situations on the, uh, uh, on the Sunday games before getting involved. But uh, at six, uh, I have a slight lean to Detroit. 
Uh, and at two and a half, I have to play the bills, even though I was again, like kind of entirely mentally prepared to, you know, to go to war here with Kansas city, uh, at three or three and a half, uh, price point at two and a half says, uh, I got a bit, but Buffalo there. Yeah, I got the slight lean to Detroit as well. You, so the point you're taking the so the big spread games on Saturday, where the Ravens and Niners show up, you're taking the points in both of them. You just feel that that number is how how I mean, obviously you feel it's too high. How high do you feel it is? Like by what margin? Yes. So my fare on uh, Texans Ravens is seven and a half. So decent decent margin there, but obviously you're not crossing any keys going from nine and a half to seven and a half. Uh, my fare for Green Bay is seven. Uh, so that one's a little bit bigger. Um, and <clears throat> I guess the uh, the Green Bay enthusiasm, I don't think it's misplaced. Like, I really do think that that offense is just clicking absolute, uh, you know, perfect, uh, you know, uh, synergy right now. Uh, Matt LaFleur, I would expect, is going to spend a lot of time studying that Baltimore Ravens tape from uh, uh, Christmas night uh, about how the Ravens elected to attack. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers defense. And I think honestly, the throws that Jordan loves making and the weapons that they have available to uh, attack the Niners is, is going to be pretty effective. Uh, the pass protection that the Packers have been getting from that offensive line has been superlative. So realistically, you can neutralize the kind of the one game breaking chaos factor that the Niners defense brings to the table. And, uh, you know, if they're not getting home with their pass rush, then there's definitely soft spots. You can attack that defense. So Packers, I realistically think can go score for score with the Niners. And uh, depending on whether that one, uh, could be uh, your 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 biggest uh, scoreline of the week. Can I ask you a Megapod question real quick? One word answer. Yeah. If I tell you either the Niners or Ravens lost, if I come to you from the future, which team lost outright? Trick question. They both lose. <laughs> Coming back. More Judensic on the other side. Cop out. Next on a numbers game at base of the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEGAS only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code VEGAS. The crown is yours. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Barcanada, the barrage here at uh, the D, downtown Las Vegas. Drew Dinsick, kind enough to join us for a second segment. Whale underscore cappers where you can find them on twitter deep dive and bet the edge podcasts is where you can listen to him and on the megapod those streets are talking there's a buzz in the air it'll be on the megapod <laughs> tomorrow for a division round uh playoff before we get to your australian open plays for the day and i'm very excited to hear what they are um a couple minutes a little sports talk radio on the philadelphia eagles because i was saying earlier mm-hmm. on the show i'm like you know i've never i don't think i ever remember i'm just i'm not trying to be prisoner of the moment i don't think i ever remember a comp to this a, a collapse quite like this and i'm not really getting the the explanation that is satisfying me because it's okay coordinator coach quarterback dynamic defense getting old injuries like I, it's a confluence of events i get it but there just seems to be something else going on what's your take on them well, to really kind of post more on the Eagles, you got to go back to last season. Um, the Eagles were breakout shocker one seed, right? Yeah. Like, you know, going into the year, people were kind of like, eh, 10 to one, one seed. Yeah. All right. I'll take some Eagles. Like, yeah. Their schedule is crazy easy. Like if they catch a couple breaks, they could, you know, they could, they could get the one seed. I could see it. Um, they got the one seed. Uh, people kind of re-anchored exactly how to rate that team. Um, they upgraded them pretty aggressively, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, even though really the defensive performances we saw last year came at the hands of playing a very weak schedule of quarterbacks. Like they just played nobody who could really throw the ball last year uh, until they ran into, you know, uh, uh, Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl and he cooked them. Um, and so I think uh, ultimately it was a defense that was number one playing poor quarterbacks and number two. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> they were playing with an exceptionally positive game state in almost every time out. Right? Uh, this was a team that was scoring true. so they were scoring 20 points in every second quarter. It yes. felt like. yes. And it's like, okay, well, Hey, guess what? The strength of our team is we have wave after wave of pass rusher and we have a double digit lead to protect in the second half. Like, Hey, what do you know? Our defense looks great. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, surprise. Uh, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're facing must pass teams, uh, in the second half of games with good pass rushers. And so it was like, it was kind of just a perfect story for that defense to overperform, I think last year and coming into this year, they had a bunch of attrition at the linebacker level through free agency, right? Like they had a very tough decision because half their team, half their defense went into free agency and they were like, okay, I guess we'll, 
secondary is more important than linebackers. So we'll bring back Slay and Bradbury. We'll have to let CJ GJ go. And then we'll lose, you know, the, the linebacker core, they let walk out the door. Well, they backfilled the linebacker core poorly. Um, partially, they kind of, I think, at least swung a little too heavily on uh, the Georgia defenders in the draft who were good as a unit, but apparently need a little bit of time to develop as NFL players. Um, and, you know, the other kind of players they signed to backfill at the down the spine of that defense just were not very good. And um, so then they come into the season with a much tougher schedule. I mean, everyone that previewed the Eagles this season said, whoa. Thanksgiving to Christmas. Six day go- of luck, Philadelphia. Six week gauntlet. That's right. Six Yikes. week gauntlet. Yep. Just a nasty stretch through that portion of the schedule. And uh, sure enough, when did they kind of really kind of, they, they overperformed at the beginning with a couple of wins that were a little bit lucky and they were really healthy. Uh, and then they kind of really, you know, uh, ran into the buzzsaw late when they were in that uh, extremely difficult portion of their schedule. So, you know, it's, it was a little bit predictable that they were going to swoon. Um, and I think the makeup of the team and maybe, you know, kind of the personalities in the locker room, the locker room leaders, like for whatever it was worth, they didn't see it coming, I suppose. And they didn't take it well. <laughs> like this group, at least together, hasn't lost much. And the losing definitely seemed to kind of poison the water, you know, yes. poison the well a little bit in that yes. locker room. Yes. Um, and, you know, they, they didn't fight. They didn't like come together and, and fight hard to close the season. They got, you know, they, they gave up a double digit lead at halftime to the Cardinals and then got run off the field by the giants in the final week of the season. And it's like, that's not the recipe for, uh, you know, how you want to kind of, you know, prepare yourself for a playoff run. Uh, and so, you know, it was, it was uh, a little bit, you know, kind of, I don't want to say predictable, but like, this is, this, it, it wasn't shocking that, uh, that it all fell apart. And like, <clears throat> that was all rational analysis. Here's the, the tinfoil hat thinking like, Anyone who cares and watches football and knows about football and like has seen the work that, you know, seen the resume of Matt Patricia would tell you he has no business taking over a defense that is struggling and expecting it to all of a sudden turn around and succeed. Uh, And yet that is what Sirianni did. And like, like, was there a little bit of Howie and Sirianni knew that things were kind of falling apart and like they elevated, you know, uh, Patricia so that he's now like the, the clean fall guy in this maybe. Um, but Patricia's job, uh, you know, his, his, his performance uh, in terms of scheming the defense down the stretch was like LOL bad. And I, I mean, that's the easy adjustment to make here now. Like, well, that was the problem. We got rid of Patricia. Like let's regroup for next year. Like, I don't think you can necessarily throw this team out as far as contenders for the next couple of Super Bowls because they do have a young core, assuming that they can, you know, repair whatever is going on with their relationship with AJ Brown. Cause he's massively important to their success. But, um, you know, that with, with Hertz healthy and, uh, because I'm sure we're going to hear in, a week or two weeks. Oh, Hertz actually had a torn MCL all season and that he's just gone under the knife that they repaired it. Right. Like there's good, something, be some something massive, like that. Massive injury. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Something like that's going to, going to trickle out and we're going to be like, Oh, me, oh, that's why he didn't want to run. Let, <laughs> so, let me, uh, let me yeah. interrupt you here, Drew, cause I want to get to the other stuff, but, but um, the yeah. only, the only, the only thing I will push back on that, we'll get to it on the mega pop, but is the, that point about the poisoning of the well, that's the sure. part, right? That's the part where a normal team doesn't sink to the bottom of the well of, from losing a few games, but this team did. Uh, let, let's get to tennis. Ega yeah. uh, pushed yesterday by Sophia Kennan. I don't think that's mm-hmm. a surprise, even to, even to those of us who love Ega. Sophia Kennan is is tough. Um, how do you feel about Ega after that performance? 
Uh, I don't really think you read much into Ega. I think you read more into Kennan. Um, yeah. we knew, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I think, I think it just tells you that Kennan is closer to, um, you know, it's, it's closer to returning to form than, uh, than she was last year, which is kind of good for the sport of tennis, but I don't think she's realistically a contender anyway, but yeah, yeah no, good that Ega could fight through that. Right. Like there's definitely been moments where she didn't have her a game and she didn't, you know, she didn't fight through it. She did yesterday and that was great. Um, the rest of the path though, still is it does look really really tough oh yeah <laughs> it really oh, does yeah. it's tough she's gonna have her hands full with daniel freaking collins she's gonna have her hands full with noskova she's gonna have her hands full with svitolina and then she's got to face the boogeyman in Ostapenko probably yeah. in the quarterfinals so by the um, way just great. to get to a semifinal against rebacca she's got her work cut out for her. great response to our australian open podcast thank you so much for doing that there's nothing that i love more than those podcasts talking tennis with you and dano um Okay, what did you play today in the mm. Australian Open in Melbourne? Yeah, so we'll kind of rip through some the men's side first here. I think uh, the best match of the day on the men's side is going to be Arnaldi, um, a demon hour. Uh, I think that one's a lot closer than the market. Uh, market given demon hour, a really healthy bump for playing at home, I guess. Uh, I think uh, Arnaldi plus six and a half is a great bet on the handicap. Uh, and then uh, I think uh, Taylor Fritz is in a little spot of bother. He's your survivor buster uh, if you're in the survivor pool, in my opinion. Oh, uh, stop Fritz rubbing is, uh, it in. How did I not play that? <laughs> I got uh, Hugo Gaston. Uh, plus seven and uh, a little Hugo guest on money line at plus five seventy one. Uh, and I think uh, I think Thomas uh, Martin Etcheberry can definitely uh, compete with Gael Mulphy. Uh, I played his money line at plus one twenty nine. Um, and then on the women's side, just two plays for me, both young up and coming Russian women. Um, Alina Korneva, uh, is definitely kind of having her breakout moment in this tournament. She had a, uh, she had a very challenging round one opponent did well. Uh, this is even more challenging as she goes against the, uh, the Amazonian, uh, Beatrice Haddad Maya, uh, who, you know, I think does tend to make a little bit more out of her matches than she ought to, uh, loves to play best, loves to play the, the, the full best of three. Um, but, uh, that said, I think Corneva has uh, enough of a game right now to, uh, to challenge, uh, BHM in that contest that took a little money line at plus two forty seven because either she's competitive and, and is alive and, and can steal it or, uh, she gets just run off the court. So I think just money line, no handicap there. And then the match of the day men's or women's is actually the first one, which is just delightful for those of us who live on the West coast of the United States, because we get to watch this in prime time. And that is Miran Driva against Anz Jabor. Um, huge, huge uh, test for Miran Driva. Like this is the year that we were expecting her to break out. She's at that, uh, you know, kind of precipice right now where she needs a big win. This would be a big win. And Anz Jabor, for what it's worth, not necessarily loving the conditions for her, not, lo no, not loving her form. I think Andriva can get the better of her. And I played her on the money line at minus one of eight. We are simpatico on at least one of those on the ladies' side. Let's put it that way. Clippers are your NBA play today also? Yeah, only bet in the NBA is Clips. Okay. And uh, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of speculating okay. we're, we're going to hear some, some surprise news that SGA not going. Thank you, Drew. Coming back. 
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 